Welcome back to another episode of Good Enough with Stefano Sanzo. I'm your host, Stefano Sanzo. You, if this thing is pulsating through your ears, if it's flowing through your cranium, if it's entering your skull, that makes you a listener. And my listeners, I call them the good few because you are the people who support. You are the people who believe in this crazy fucking dream that I have of one day being able to entertain people for a living. Until then, I'm just grinding it out, baby. I'm just grinding it out. And I'm able to grind it out due to supporters and people like my sponsors. For example, Organic Hair by Ashley. Organic Hair by Ashley is a full-service hair salon that specializes in organic hair color, curly hair cutting and styling, straight dry cutting, hair repair, seamless hair extensions, and special occasion styling for when you gotta look that extra good and you're gonna throw some Dilla on it. What? Known for using certified organic hair color, which is much gentler and healthier on your hair than chemical color. No itchy or burning scalp. All ingredients are hand-picked from a small farm in Bologna, Italia, called Ortoficina. Come visit their spacious odor-free, and very clean salon with two certified organic hairstylists and experience your hair like you never have before, organically. Y'all, these people are good people and I really need you to support them, okay? Seriously, your hair, I'm not saying it's messed up, but if it's not with them, there's a good chance it's messed up because they know hair. It's organic, bro. They're not using all these crazy-ass chemicals on you. They're using the real deal. Shit that your head and your scalp and your hair and your soul and your body and your mind respond to. People with organic hair just look better, bro, and feel better because they're not, they're not injecting that darkness into their scalp. Oh! Appointments are filling up fast. Call now to book for after June 1st. Uh, oh, this was an old ad read. You could book now. Because we're allowed to do stuff again in Connecticut. Uh, so book now. Mention uh, good enough at the booking and you're going to get 10% off your color service. Visit OrganicHairByAshley.com. Love you guys. Love you, Organic Hair. Thank you very much. Folks! How um, how you holding up? That's replaced, uh, that's replaced how you doing, how you been, what's up in the cultural zeitgeist. That's how we, re- we greet each other now, right? How you holding up? We kind of just assume everybody has PTSD from the crazy fucking year we've all had, right? And, um, I'm actually, I guess I'm for it. I'm for it. I get it. We're trying to be, uh, sensitive to the fact that, nah, this has been rough. And, uh, these past few months have been rough, rougher for some folks, but rough for everybody. Um, the only people who are having any kind of a decent time are crazy, chaotic bastards who bask in this type of shit. Like your boy, me. I gotta be honest, it's it's not that terrible for me. But I'm also a crazy person. So crazy, when the world is crazy, that's where I, it's like, what do, what do they say? In the land of, in the land of the dark, the blind man rules. Well, like in the, in crazy world, the crazy guy, it feels pretty fucking comfortable. 
I'm uh, I'm all right with all this. I'm not saying it's good. By no means am I saying any of this is good. I'm just saying uh, living in the chaotic brain that I have been paying rent in my whole life, I'm used to it. I'm just used to it. So, but I feel for everybody who's hurting. It's fucking tough. But uh, at the same time, I'm starting to notice people don't really give a fuck that much anymore. Like, as far as the coronavirus is concerned, it seems like people are like, meh, meh. I'm ready to get some wings. I miss Hooters. I miss booty shorts. Um, I miss hugging uh, my family. I miss, I miss a lot of things. I think that's where people are, and uh, that's, uh, that's admirable. I get it. I really do. I'm on board with you. I'm not saying... Uh, I'm, it wasn't bullshit. It definitely wasn't bullshit, but I think at this point where uh, we could handle... You know, just like keep your sick at home, and if you feel okay, let's go fucking party. Let's party. I'm down to party. You want to party? Let's party. Uh oh my god, merch is available, guys. Officially available. Uh, find me on Instagram at uh, stephabro93 or uh, good enough at good enough podcast on Instagram or good enough podcast at gmail.com. Or if you have my number, I don't give a shit. If you want merch, we're selling water bottles. We have one um, in teal. Black, dark blue, and white. I haven't started a website yet because I'm not doing that kind of capacity. But if you want this merch, if you want to support the podcast, I really appreciate it. And guess what? It's also a fucking deal, man. I'm selling them at $30 a pop. And these bottles are like comparable to Hydro Flasks. And even crazier, right now, if uh, just because of this first 50 that I made, I'm selling them at $30, right? But $20... If you make an Instagram post and I'll talk to you about the Instagram post, if you, you know, once you contact me to buy them, but I've already sold a few, I think they're going to move really quick. So if you want one, contact me immediately. These are incredible bottles. I've been using one myself as my personal water bottle. As you know, drink more water and be nicer to each other. I'm always drinking a shit ton of water. This, this bottle is incredible. It really is. It's awesome. And it's got the good enough logo on it. I'm hoping you guys buy it. And talk about the podcast a little bit. I'm not trying to, I'm not being a millionaire off of selling these bottles. They're not going to make me that much money. What they really are going to do is get the podcast out there because this is what I believe in. And this is what you believe in. Shit, if you're a listener, you're spending a lot of hours, you realize, listen to this thing. So obviously, you should get some people, you want to, you're going to want to get some people in on this fun, right? Is this rambly? I drank a little on this podcast today. Uh, my guest, uh, Cody Marino, I've had, I've had him. I've had him on shows before. Uh, first time on a podcast, though. And I've... Uh, oh, God damn it. He's a great dude. He is... Um, he's a great dude. He's really funny. And I feel like we should be way better friends. And I think we are way better friends now. I think legitimately, I think we would hang out. A lot of my guests, like I have them in and out of the studio. And maybe I never talk to him again or talk to him next time I have him on a show or, or something like that. Bump into him on the scene. This guy, legitimately, I think we're friends. Like, I think we'll hang out again. We talked about it after the podcast. Like, we, we get, we talked a lot after the podcast, too. Like, we, we get along really well. Uh, it was funny as shit. This is like the, one of the hardest I've ever laughed on any of these episodes. He, uh, he had me dying. We had each other laughing really hard. I said some shit that I never thought I'd say on a podcast. But, uh, you know, when you're in good company, have a few beers deep, then it's like some stupid shit. And I said some stupid shit, but I don't care. I don't take any of it back because it's all in fun. If any of this offends you, you know, you go fuck yourself. If you're looking to cancel me, you got enough material to do it. Just fucking do it. Alrighty, pussy. What are you waiting for? Okay. We're going to get to the episode. Uh, so this is episode 33 with Cody Marino coming at you, folks. Next week, I got a really special episode for you guys. It's 
probably going to be my most listened to episode of all time. I'm so excited for it. I'm not going to tell you who it is. It's just you. I'm, I'm more excited than any of you guys are. Oh my God. I can't wait. Episode 33 coming at you. Cody Marino. I love you all. We will see you next time. Couldn't afford the rights to any songs So I wrote this one We're not the best, but we're good enough Let's start the podcast now It's good enough Okay, and we're live So Steph, um I want to ask you, just with everything that's been going on with uh, your Facebook posts, how old were you the first time you did blackface? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first time of many, I would say. uh, God, it's hard to keep track, really, because I try try to do it at least once every Halloween, because like... I'm going to be in costume anyway, and I'm a popular guy. I get invited to all these things. I have to have multiple costumes. I always make sure I have at least one blackface costume. And that's not to be confused with my one racially charged outfit, which isn't – I I don't make those the – like, like there's a blackface outfit, a racially charged outfit, and then what I'm being for Halloween. So it'll be like when y'all do a black guy, and then I'll be an Indian, and then I'll be, you know, like yeah. a slutty maid. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, no, so that's the fucking yeah. deal. Because <laughs> you'll be All right, bro, Who the hell are you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Cody Marino. I am a uh, stand up comic and overall average dude from Norwalk, Connecticut. Um, I don't know. That's a fucking. That's, hard question i mean it's literally that's like writing your name on the paper man i don't you do get- that for money <laughs> i do uh do other things for money that i don't want to talk about we don't but- have to do that yeah we, we work stays out of this it's not a everybody knows whoever i have in this podcast isn't famous enough to some, live off comedy. some things that i'm not proud of exactly for money but yeah um, dude, that, i mean that's what i mean relevant to this i'm yeah. a i'm a son Right. Yeah. I'm, Some, a, I'm a brother. Yes. Well, I'm a bitch. Well, be careful how you throw around brother during these times, man. <laughs> yeah. We are not. Do not go telling everybody you're a brother. I'm not a brother. You're definitely That's not a brother. Okay. Unless okay. I put the black Fair. face on. Fair. Then, then. <laughs> I was, uh, since that Facebook post, I've been trying to avoid conversations exactly like this, but. Uh, <laughs> I knew look, you wouldn't want to go this down is this gonna, road. This is going to look yeah. really bad when cancel culture comes after good enough with Stefano Is this what's going like, to bury us one yeah. day when our specials are coming I, out? I think about it all the time, man. Like, I'm here I am fucking, I have nothing, but I do have mm. 30-something hours of audio of of me, you know, of, of, of basically unedited audio out there yeah. of me just talking contextually to a conversation. But I'm sh- by now, there's more than enough shit to cancel me with. More than me enough. Too. And, I'm, and yeah. uh, hashtag me too. And yeah. I... I've um I'm realizing that like I'm also seeing it as like almost like a challenge like wow I'm not actually famous until I get canceled it's all out there so the moment I'm actually famous I'll know is because I'm gonna get can't like it's gonna they're gonna happen at the exact same time you notice that they don't cancel non-famous people never cancel non-famous because it's all about bringing someone down yeah once they built something exactly y'all need to start canceling people who ain't shit 
That's yeah, what needs to start happening. That's how I know you mean it, man. Yeah. Cancel your fucking mailman. Yeah, dude. Can- yeah, exactly. <laughs> cancel the guy from Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Cancel. Uh, th- how many fucking music scenes there are where there's like this really shitty dude who's done terrible things to like all these different fucking girls, but like they don't get ca- they just do it for years because Nothing. they're not successful. Yeah. But the minute they're uh like brand new, like they're like like the emo band brand new. Now you like take them down. You know what I mean? Like once they're big enough, now we can take them down. But That's, it's like yeah. They should have never got famous in the first place if they were that shitty, you know? This is what happened. One of my favorite bands called The Ghost Inside, um, they dropped their first album in six years um, the other day. And, oh, that's awesome. Uh, which is great because they got into they got into a, a van accident when yeah. they were on tour. Um, like, their drummer lost his leg. Oh the driver God. of the bus died. Like, crazy shit, Holy right? Holy shit. So, uh, a member from another band, I can't remember the name of it, uh, the drummer, who's, he's a black dude. Mm-hmm. He the day they released their album after six years, that's when he decided to go onto Twitter and be like, "Hey, remember that time your guys fucking bassist dropped the n bomb?" Oh, at this shit, and I was like, I was like, fuck. <sighs> I was like, I love this band. I, in my head, I was like, he's got to go. Yeah, a band. He's got to go. Yeah, you there know? It goes. So they they kicked him out of the band, and like, I'm not gonna stop listening to the band. Right. You know what I mean? Of course not. And like. He did write like a very heartfelt apology. He was like, mm-hmm. it was ignorant. It was wrong. It doesn't make it okay. Nah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like you could tell the guy was like, dude, I fucked up. I made a mistake. I knew that was wrong. But like, that's not good enough anymore. It's yeah. Not, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's not good enough anymore. No. You know, what? I just had a fucking revelation about cancel culture what? that almost I'm almost on board with it. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Dude. All right. So you know how in evolution things kind of just show up to keep everything in check you know mm-hmm. what i mean like there's sure. wolves there's there's predator and prey right there yeah. need to be both for both of them to survive right, right? and if something needs to be dark for there to be light exactly right? exactly so i hate cancel culture right mm-hmm. however i also do believe i believe this to my heart especially as someone who like i have open uh, i i've put it out to the universe i want to be famous yeah, I think there are way too many fucking famous people. There's too many, and maybe cancel culture is the answer. Yeah, I think it's weeding them out. It's like natural process, like Darwinism. We, honestly, celebrities needed a fucking predator. I'm this is blowing my mind that I haven't thought of this before. But like, it's really good. Because think of think of I'm probably fucking burning a bit that I should use, say for the stage when we have, no, when we get back now, to stand up. Yeah, you're right. It's yours right? now, Daddy. Yeah, yeah, it's you guys heard it on fucking good enough <laughs> yeah. first. When fucking try and take this, it. We'll come yeah, for you yeah, <laughs> when I start doing this on stage. But no, listen, it's because like, all right, right now I have a TikTok. Right, I have a TikTok Me that too. Yeah. I, it blew up. I got like 2,200 followers in like a week. I have a TikTok Fuck that's closing in on a million views. Right. And I'm like, nobody knows who the fuck I am, right? Yeah. Famous doesn't even mean anything anymore, dude. No. Someone, someone would be like, oh, you ever hear of uh, Johnny Blasky's? Uh, I'm like, no. He's like, well, how do you never heard of him? He's got 40 million followers. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck does someone have 40 million followers and I've never fucking heard of him, dude? Exactly. That's crazy. That's so. That's 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 fucking 10 percent of the, the country. Like, how is more than 10 percent? Like, I don't. Th- there used to be fame because there was less things. Right, there wasn't as many fucking yeah. avenues to yeah. be famous with. Being famous then must have been fucking awesome, right? Oh Imagine being Frank God. Sinatra because he was the only fucking one. You know how many, how much his dick was getting sucked? His dick was probably getting sucked so much that he, his dick w- would speak. It'd be like stop, like you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like it was like throwing in the towel. Like, he was like, come on, stop sucking me. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking literally can't fucking take it anymore. Yeah, seriously, dude. Because, like, he was the guy. He like, would there do was a no... concert and then get onto a helicopter drinking a whiskey. Drinking like, a whiskey. Like, mother fuck 
motherfucker. And he was so smooth, dude. He was buried with a, a bottle of Jack Daniels and a pack of Camel Lights. Why? Like, because like, he's he fucking Frank Sinatra. so much better than both. And like, there's probably better shit in heaven or wherever course. the fuck he goes. He goes to like that big lounge in right, the sky. Right, big lounge in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the big lounge, lounge in, in the, the sky. sky. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. That is fucking amazing, Shit. dude. Yo, what makes you happy? I ask all my guests. Um, oh, that's fucking good. Probably my kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just hit the fucking biggest nerve I have about the show. I am sorry to all my past guests, dude. I'm trying to formulate this fucking question so that I can avoid you saying my family, my friends, my my kids. Like I, th- this, it's literally the entire theme of this fucking show is me asking that question, and everyone's like, "Oh, my kids." I'm like, "No fucking shit, your kids, man." I was trying to. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say something like the gym or fucking tr- playing the trombone. It's my my something. My identical uh, transgender fucking, triplets, you man. Picked it up. <laughs> you, you literally picked up on like the bane of my existence about this show. You're such. He doesn't have any kids. I have no fucking kids, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I watched the Brave Little Toaster the other day, and that shit really got my fucking what the jollies fuck is off. That? You've never seen the Brave? How old are you? I'm 27. Okay, I was can that see. written by? Was that made by someone who had You've autism? You've seen the Brave Little Toaster? <laughs> no. It's about a toaster. What the fuck could a toaster be brave? <laughs> and it goes on an adventure with a blanket and a blender. <laughs> <laughs> are you just making shit up? my fucking life what, dude look it fuck? up look it up how it's can the called, protagonist of anything be it's a, a toaster? toaster dude it's a toaster all right so <laughs> i think i can't remember the plot i was really young when i watched it i think like the family moves and they leave the appliances behind <laughs> and then they're like, like we gotta go fuck it's like broke toy story <laughs> <laughs> oh Shit, oh man. I what don't does know. he do? What does what? the brave little toaster do? How do they make the story compelling? I don't know, but he walks without being plugged in. That's pretty fucking dope. They're not and supposed no, to walk no, while being plugged in. They don't and have there's legs. a blanket. There's a heating blanket that's his best friend. What? And his face is the heating dial. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. What makes me happy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. I like. I don't think I'm very bad at answering questions like this. Good thing you're getting fucking interviewed right now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But the things that make me happy are usually, I don't plan things that, that usually make me happy. Usually like it'll come in like a situation where like I'm at a party or something and the ratio is perfect. There's a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, everybody's dancing, having Mm -hmm. fun, smoking some weed, just like. You know when you get those euphoric moments yeah. where it's almost like you're in a movie? Yeah. I live for like those moments. Yo, I was just fucking right? I talked about it with Sean Murray. Like that's how I live my life. Yeah. Is like like I don't look for success. Yeah. I look for fucking like movie moments. Guys, I'm gonna yeah. be burping and shit and this, this We're drinking beers. This is a beer this is a drinking episode. We're drinking apricot so, beers. Yeah, exactly. Well, Magic Hat. Magic Hat number nine. Still an apricot beer. It, you're not wrong. Um I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know why I tried to back it. No, listen, it's Magic Hat. Like, but um, what do you call it? So yeah, I'm gonna be burping a little bit. But yeah, those fucking moments, man. Can you? Are there any that you could recall? Because like, clearly, like clearly, this is something you've thought about before. Yeah, I um, I love talking. I about remember. This shit. I was just like, if I could think of one that's the most recent, I went to um a trip with my cousin. Mm-hmm. He was supposed. He won a sales trip. He was supposed to bring his girlfriend with him to Dominican you mean, Republic. You mean he's a salesman? He's a salesman. And he sold enough stuff sold to enough win a stuff. trip. Went to like the winner's yeah. circle, like okay. the top, uh. the top 
the guys who do the most coke. Go ahead. Yeah. The guys who are blasting the most coke and I sold the most toner and ruined the most credit. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Toxic individuals. And he was just like, uh, yo, my girlfriend broke up with me. Do you want to come to Punta Cana with me in like two months? And I was like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Did he work for Power Home Remodeling Group? No, he worked for uh, Xerox. Ah, fuck, I used to work for them. That's another, Power episode. Home remodeling. another episode for another day. That's Keep telling that, your story. Yeah, yeah, I have some stories about those <laughs> oh, cocksuckers there. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, cause I cut my teeth in door to door sales, but we'll, oh, well that, that's another, let's get, no, 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 we're getting to that. Cause I did door to door too. All right. We'll, uh, we'll get to that. Okay. And, um, he invited me. He was like, yo, you want to come? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Of course I'll come to Punta Cana. I was like, <clears> do I have to pay for a flight? He's like, no. I was like, do I have to pay for the room? He's like, no. Do I, I was like, do I have to pay for anything? He's like, you do have to suck my dick. You're no, like, was, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, easy. I was like, can we like compromise with a 69? Right. right. And he was like, he was like, I was like, what do I have to pay for then, dude? He's like, just hookers. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah. it's like that's fair, man. That's yeah. You and can't ask um, for more. we go on it, and I remember we're at this beautiful fucking resort. It's like, like the sun is setting, and I met a bunch of his dope ass coworkers. We all have like tropical frozen drinks in our hands, and we're dancing. The guys playing the steel drum, and the sun is setting, and I was like, this is one of those moments. Oh, you know I, mean? I like, know what you mean, is, dude. Yeah, I was like, this is tight. Like, yeah, this is something that you can't plan. Yeah, the know? moment where you just like you just sit back, relax, and you're like, ah, yeah. white privilege is the shit. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> People just give you free <laughs> yeah. vacations. It's it's the I know. shit. It's a good thing I have a cousin who's good at something. Exactly. You know? <laughs> no, that's fucking. I know exactly. It's like shit like that, it, but it can also come in like really weird avenues it too. doesn't have to be a vacation it could be like you're like like you're walking through your backyard and your your feet like bare feet and like through the grass and you haven't re- you haven't felt that feeling since you were like a kid like the cold wet grass yeah and you know, the smell yeah exactly. remember when a smell hits I was you in just the face say that next. and you're like oh my god second yeah. grade exactly you know? yeah. dude it's such a weird the the way that your olfactory glands or whatever the fuck that nice. knows yeah nice. that's right okay. i know anatomy <laughs> ladies right. and um, <laughs> guys he's dripping over here you oh. can get on this god oh my damn god why guys anyway so listen um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine it's fine but yeah no no that that like a, a smell you haven't smelled it in like 15 years but it brings you back to 15 years. Like it's like that. time travel like right? that like perfectly it's yeah. just boom which is why i guess you could probably set that up for like if you wanted to be like a testing genius if you just like set up certain smells for like answers yeah how do you bottle a smell though um, I got a funny story about that. Do you now? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Do my <laughs> listeners want to hear about that? Nah, I have to. Yeah. I maybe. almost feel bad about releasing this evil onto the world. Did you fart in a jar? <laughs> Come on. No, yeah. a yeah. bottle. A bottle. So listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know when the government, all right, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen, not Con Air, uh, what's the, the rock with Nicolas Cage where they talk about VX poison Oh my god, I think I have, but it's not. I okay, can't. anyway. Yeah. He has this line in the movie where he says VX poison. He's he's a chemical weapons expert and he says okay. VX poison is one of those things that the US government wishes they could disinvent. That's how evil this was, okay. right? The bottle fart is something I made myself and I wished <laughs> Wait, is really a bottle fart? I wish I could disinfect disinvent this. It was the most vile thing. <laughs> For some of you, some of you are gonna gag. I don't care. This is just I fucking let it a rip, dude. Fuck him. Oh, I did. So yeah. listen, <laughs> um, especially when I was bigger, I used to be a much more flatulent individual. Sure. And you know, you don't want to. When when you're great at something, you know they they say you can't don't do it for free. <laughs> yeah, they Never don't do, do it for free. free. They also say you can't you can't bottle lightning. Well, well, I had this idea that if you 
put a, like a Poland spring bottle up to your butt if you'd be able to like bottle it, right? Yeah. Now, what happens is, what happens is you fart into the bottle yeah. and then you cap it. Right. And it's like you could save the fart for like, an, like a few minutes, maybe even up to an hour. I never really tested it that far. And then you put it up to someone's face and you squeeze it. Oh, that is so fucking evil, dude. It's like the fucking grossest. All right, so you did it. You Wait, did you do a bare ass? How'd you, what's the best delivery method into the You've bottle? You've already figured it out. I don't want to have to say it out loud. But you, you did know, a bare ass? You, know exactly you put it up your ass, didn't you? <laughs> you, put the, you put the bottle up your ass, you dirty little fucker. Yeah, you did. Don't fucking lie to me. Oh my goodness. All right, so what then? And then, yeah, you do it to your friends, your family, whoever you want. <laughs> you you day, did your family? Whoever day you want to ruin it. You did it? Uh, yeah, I, and there was, the problem was, even though it was very concentrated, like it was basically like someone farting directly in your eyebrows. Um, it was like was, you basically just shit in the bottle <laughs> exactly. and you dumped it on someone's head. There would, be, uh, there would also be collateral damage. And... <laughs> Because you had to smell it too. Right? Not just me, but the like, yeah. unintended targets. Yeah. And I remember one time, my brother's ex girlfriend of like 15 years ago. Wait, she, one time? You did this multiple times? I did it a lot. What Before fuck, I realized dude? I had to stop doing I wasn't always Mr. Nice Guy, man. I was a. The reason I'm nice is because I was a diabolical fuck. I'm crying right now. Oh, I can't, I never thought I'd talk Christ, about the bottle dude. fart on this podcast. I'm but happy you did because I thought it was a thing of of myth. It's literally. I'm, and I'm putting this evil out into the world because like someone could recreate it now. I've well, talked going. It. It's to not now. mine anymore. Yeah. It's always been mine, but now it's anybody anybody who wants it they could do it. Yeah. And you only do it to someone who really fucking deserves it. And I, honestly, guys, your brother or something. Hitler doesn't deserve it, which is why I had to stop doing it. Like dude. it. It's it chemical is, warfare. It, yeah, but you know, we, we, I mean, fucking cops aren't above doing it to peaceful protesters. So. Apparently, dude, they probably take that I'm over like, the yo, fucking pepper spray. Guys, the, pil- the the whole world is trying to say that American police are brutal. Maybe abide by at very least the Geneva Accords. Yeah. No chemical warfare. No chemical dude. warfare. Man. We don't even do that to fucking terrorists. We don't do that to the people we hate that challenge our, yeah. our way of life. We don't do it to the people who knock down the fucking towers, bro. Nothing. Like, don't do it to. to green haired fucking Sally like who the fuck is Sally you know it's like gender queer whatever it is like 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 whatever they call it I am so this is the episode that does it huh yeah fuck you guys <laughs> no, I'm on their yeah. side right now yeah, f- I mean fuck them yeah well, that's, um, I'm not uh, I'm making no friends right no. now like cops hate me liberals hate dude, me we're both allies I'm we're just, fucking joking yes, around we are two white guys you think I don't mind. want a fucking a fucking chick that's a guy to to blow me you know what i mean let's mix it up Whoa, that took let's me a second to process <laughs> i'm like a who that's a what that's doing what now jesus i don't even i can't even hop down that rabbit hole right, right now right we started talking about that with ross poppick the other day me and Bo. ross poppick's a good dude oh, he's a good, good dude he's good, great dude. great fucking writer yes he is and uh we we got way too deep we drank a couple too many twisted teas and it just turned into a whole fucking thing listen dude but. twisted teas <clears throat> for years Are fucking delicious for years they were like the nickelback of drinks but I, I gotta, yeah. I, like, they're fucking good. Yeah, if you, dude, Twisted Teas are amazing. Don't fucking at me. I don't if care. I don't care what if you there's say. anything that. Was, half and half Twisted Teas are fucking better than 90% of beers that are yeah, out there. Honestly, dude, like, I had this status a while back, and I, I kind of stand by it. I pretty much was drinking IPAs because I thought I was supposed to. I hate them. Like, I have a beard. I'm a bro. I'm like, you yeah. know, like this hipster thing going on. And it's like, for my aesthetic, I, I, like, I'm supposed to drink IPAs. And as I'm getting older and realizing that, like, I'm, I, I don't owe anything to anybody. No. I don't need to, like, abide. Like, 
fucking these lighter quote unquote girlier drinks are the shit. Like the hard, hard seltzers taught me that like twisted teas, smearing they're all delicious. I'm not gonna get drunk off them. Smearing off ices fucking rule. Of course they rule. But yo, you drink nine of them and you're like, I don't feel fucking thing. Even exactly. though they're five percent alcohol. Exactly. But if I drink nine Bud Lights, I'm at least yeah, catching a buzz. Yeah, I'm at least gonna take my yeah. pants off. But right. so it's like yeah, and I'd suck your dick. Exactly. But like here's the thing, like. <laughs> Why, though? If they're higher in alcohol than a Bud Light, and I drink seven Smirnoff Ices and don't feel a fucking thing, and Bud Light is like, what, like 4.2 or 3.6 or something, and then I feel... I think Drunker? your what body's just reacting to all this. It's like, we it's like oh, this is lemonade, yeah, bro. We understand you just put a bunch of alcohol in us, but you also put in a fucking thousand milligrams of sugar. We got to take care of yeah. that first. You think the buzziness kind of like I takes think that, it off? I it's really like, think that's part of it. It's like they put you down, but then all the sugar brings you up. So it's like, yeah, hey, man, why exactly. you fucking it's like figure drink, your shit out? It's almost like drinking a cup of coffee for every beer, you know? Like you're going to oh, almost so mellow bad. out, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, they're delicious. Uh, and it's like, I get iced. You know, you know when you get iced. Um, yeah. So, so for the people who aren't in the bro audience, um, to, to getting ice, <clears throat> you hide a Smirnoff ice somewhere, and a person finds it, and now they have to get down on one knee and chug it. It has to be creative, though. You it can't just like be. put it in someone's face. Exactly. People who do that, there's a special place Ooh, in hell have, for you. I'll, I'll tell you yeah. one about about I, times I have a I've gotten good, ice. Yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Ice, so, ice so anyway, and yeah, you have to chug it, and like the funny thing is, you have to pretend you don't fucking love it. I love you it. Have, you have to. <laughs> The, the funniest part about it, you get yeah, you get down on one knee and you're like, oh, you fucking guys, <laughs> I can't, I can't fucking believe that you hid that smearing off ice and made me find it, you assholes, you oh, sons of bitches. fuckers, they're putting it on Snapchat, you're like, oh, you're putting it on Snapchat, oh, yeah. you fucking oh, no. dicks, watch me crush this exactly, ice right and then you yeah. murder it, no, it's it, they're fucking delicious, dude, but so, uh, so on my twentieth birthday, twentieth birthday, I was like, hey boys. Uh, I was I was on my way to my buddy's house and we you know we we were all still drinking obviously we, even though we're not 21 because mm -hmm. we're criminals. I'm a and, criminal. And right. uh, I uh, I'm like hey guys all I want to do is drink with my boys. I'm like if you could just like throw I set myself up thinking back to it but I'm like just throw a beer uh, a cup in the freezer for me and uh, oh I'll do a bush. You like and that? And then hell yeah dude. And then um uh just throw a uh, throw throw a cup in the freezer for me. I just want to drink some cold brews with my boys. I get there and they're like, "Yo, your cups in the freezer." I'm like, "Oh, you guys are the best." I go in there and there's a fucking mug mm -hmm. in the freezer for me. I pull out the mug and there's a motherfucking Smirnoff in there. I'm like, "I love that." Hell yeah. Yeah. That I'm was like, the way to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. But um I um got drunk one night and I thought it was so funny and so clever. Um this is during quarantine, so right. I was by myself. Mm -hmm. I got wasted. I had a six-pack of Smirnoff ices. I hid them all around my apartment. And Shut so that, like, throughout my week, I would, like, go to do laundry, and they'd be, like, a Smirnoff. You <laughs> iced yourself? That is as psychotic as Dude, it is hysterical. Right. I'm a savage. So I, I hid one in my washing machine. Right. I put one in my shower. I put one um, in my medicine cabinet, mm -hmm. which I barely ever open because uh, the shelves broke. So mm -hmm. if I open it, everything falls out. So right. I just haven't been in my medicine cabinet yeah. in like six months. Were you blackout as you did this? Oh, fucking wasted, <laughs> dude. I, and there's still one in my apartment. I don't know where it is. I don't know where the fuck it is. I can't fucking find it, dude. Oh, that's fucking amazing. It's probably in like the, you know, like the storage area of your apartment or house or yeah. like where you just keep shit. It's right. probably in there somewhere. So I'll be like, moving but i can yeah. like i can feel myself thinking when There's i fucking room, hid these a room temperature smear oh off. dude and they're fucking great yeah and like the, the amount of uh 
of carbonation that's in them is is so nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's not it's, overly, it's not like when you drink a seltzer, it yeah. feels like it's trying to throat fuck you with spikes. Right. Right? <laughs> and when you drink a Smirnoff, it's like lightly jizzing on you. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, hey, this is nice for both mm, of us. Exactly. Right? No, so, no, I agree entirely. I, I fuck with those. But yeah, the, the whole, I felt so bad. So I went, I can't remember the name of the beer, but it was one of those craft beers that when people hype it up, it was like on the level of like, Heady Topper. Okay, right? so maybe Sip of Sunshine? It's one of those. It's like, it was something, it wasn't Sip of Sunshine, it wasn't um, Treehouse or anything like that. But it it's was, one of those beers. It was a really that, good beer. Yeah, right. And this guy, I went over, I was with my ex at the time, this was a while ago, go over to his house. I had heard of it, and he was like, dude, I got, I got a surprise for you. And then he like, took out this beer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and everybody else was like, oh, shit. And he was like, it's for you, man. I was like, new to the group, whatever. Yeah. He's like, this is for you. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Thank you. I was excited to try it. Right. Yeah. Popped it open, took a sip. And I just like looked at him. I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like a no bullshit person. Like yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, I, re- I was like, I anybody want that. this? Dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it tasted like pine cones. Dude. Yeah. It was so fucking yeah, bad. Dude. Like, dude. I, honestly, I, I think it's really phony when people try to Ugh. drink beer like they're a sommelier, like they have some fine palate, and they're like, oh no, this. This is good, but I like this one better. But this, listen, dude, when you get into the double IPAs, there's no fucking they way. They taste the same to they me. They all taste, like, the, to me. Yeah. To me, don't fucking kill me. Because if there's anybody who's more fucking crazy than, than the far left, it's the beer people. Yeah, so, the beer people <laughs> yeah, suck. The beer pe- you beer people got fucking get it together, dude. Right. I'm not tasting fucking caramel on the back of my tongue. Yeah. I'm not tasting succotash on the nose. Nope. Suck my fucking dick. That's what I'm tasting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the- sucking my own dick. Exactly. That's why. That's exactly. Why. No, it's so, it's so, speaking of sucking your own dick, no, when they, when they talk about it, dude, it's, what they're really oh. doing is complimenting their own palate, not, not the beer. They're they're, like, Can you taste that nutmeg on the front left side of your quadrant? the tongue like, you're like no you. i can't fucking- of course i get i'm i don't know if you forgot bro but this is my 15th beer i'm plastered yeah at this I, point give I, me a water yeah. and i'll fucking think it's beer exactly I, I can't i can't taste anything man i'll eat a hot dog and say that i could taste the nutmeg right why because i covered that hot dog in, in nutmeg because <laughs> i am wasted big moves only baby big fucking moves mm. It tastes it like tastes Christmas. Like, oh my god, I wonder why. Maybe because you dunked it in eggnog, you bitch. <laughs> Shut the fuck You've up. You've never had a nog yeah, dog, bro? Been... <laughs> Yo, there's like, there's a, there's Come a, on down to a nog dog hut. <laughs> there's, a, there's a jar in your fridge and it's just floating like, in eggnog. <laughs> and the way that pickles float in a pickle jar is hot dogs in an eggnog jar. Two fingers. <laughs> And it's the golden eggnog too, like the real. Yeah, you know when it comes out of the paper at, cart at, and it's like, the, like <laughs> at three a.m. when you're eating pickles, but you're eating <laughs> <laughs> nog dog. Ooh, what's up with those nog dogs? Well, let me get a fucking. Uh... <laughs> oh shit, dude! And you put that shit Disgusting. in between a slice of two two slices of pontone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is that the bread that comes in the origami, basically? Yeah. <laughs> it's Italian fruitcake. And then a bunch of Ita- Italians yeah. are always pretending that shit is good. It's well, disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, it's so, so dry. Gross. So, all right, for, for you, your first generation. It tastes generation, like a carpet right? that someone spilled raisins That's on. That's exactly what it fucking tastes like. So, your first generation, I'm yeah. second generation. So, my 
dad's parents were from Sicily and Naples. So I'm second generation. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I refuse to talk about my Italian heritage. I get you know, that. You know why? Because I don't care, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't know anything about it. And also, if my parents were first generation, I would be more into it. Right. But like Italian Americans are the most obnoxious human beings. People are like, you Italian? I'm just like, nah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, nah, please. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to do any of this shit. Like, I don't want. And like, you can do it. But yeah, other but, people, but like, having when, the they names go, st- when they go, mozzarella, yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah, but but I just spit on you. I it's totally all good. fucking It's all good. People spit fuck, on me all the time. Fuck. <laughs> it's because I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. And the the the, the gobble, go, fuck, fuck off. All of it. Dude, no, fuck off. It's so annoying because like, I, I, I make this, this is a very distinct part of my personality that like, I obviously have a tie to Italian culture. I was yeah. raised by Italians. My name is Stefano. So like, part of me, I can't escape it. But like, there's a reason I speak the way that I speak. It's far. But you speak Italian, do you not? I could understand Italian. I right. used to speak it a lot better when I was a kid because I, I literally like lived with my my, my my mother would drop me off in my grandmother's house who didn't speak a lick of English. So like I nonna nonna yes nonna, nonna. God, nonna, God, nonna God I miss you nonna. But like, yo, um, what do you call it? I would uh. I, it's like I am forced to be a representative of the Italian culture, like whether you want to or not, whether I want to or not, which is yeah, like, stupid. Like, I am the I'm the token Italian guy in the Connecticut comedy scene, and yeah. all of all of that. So like, there's a bunch of white guys in the Connecticut comedy scene who you and Scopoletti. They're not yeah, they're not able to be racist because of all the all the shit now. You know, damn you can't, it. And but they damn. are but they are able to hate on Italians who are a white race, and yeah. they use it. it's like I'm yeah, like yeah, God. Yeah. I I could tell all of them would want to be using the N word if that were available to them yeah, the, yeah, their yeah. last line the, all they have left is making fun of Italian so and I just get the brunt of it and it doesn't really fall like it, it doesn't land right because I'm still nicer than them <laughs> so, yeah. so like I get all this hate for like obviously I'm the fucking goal I'm, I'm the Italian of the crew but like God, you guys are the assholes <laughs> I don't fucking know I had to I do something really uncomfortable uh, my family um, <clears throat> they like to Certain certain subsections of my family, they like to be the guys who are like, "Hey, Gabagool, spare me, fuck off!" Right? And um, I was at a family event, and someone was throwing the word "mooly" around, oh. and I had to. So I had to, and I it wait was, real quick. I like doing this for my listeners. Yeah, <laughs> explaining things them, that they don't immediately yeah, get. Know. Mooly. Okay, so. Mulinjani or Mulignani is how you say eggplant in Italian. And as you guys know, eggplant, uh, they're they're purple. They're pur- yeah, they're a vegetable and they're purple, blackish. And uh Moulignan is a has become a racial slur in the Italian lexicon for uh for black for people, black people yeah. <clears throat> and muli would be short. So it's a very fucking offensive thing it's to say. It's super offensive <laughs> and if I was younger, I wouldn't have the balls just because I would have yeah. to fight seventeen Older dudes from but my family. But after a few years of stand-up comedy, after a few years of get stand-up some, comedy, get some hair buddy, in your I, chest. I could throw some fucking hands <laughs> with them. I, yes. like, I was like, hey, like I understand, like that's not, like, like you're doing your thing, but like I, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. So could you just not? Yeah. And it was easy. It was, yeah, totally. Didn't mean to. Yeah. And it was, and I think that just that one thing. Oh yeah. Just that one thing was enough for them to be like, oh, that is pretty fucking offensive. Yes. It I is. don't think that they were meaning to yeah. be. Like, are there racist people in my family? Sure. Of course. Yes, there is. Yeah. Pretty much every white family in America, there's going to be one racist guy or two fucking... There mm-hmm. is. It yeah. fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It does. It blows. But like... We're trying to breathe them out. Vote, folks. Vote. <clears throat> All that takes is is just you to speak up and be like, hey, man, 
if you're going to do that, don't do it around me. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Yeah. Because that then you're taking the the fight out of it. Yeah. You're taking, it's like, hey, you can do whatever you want. I'm telling you that I don't agree with it. Yeah. Do whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. But when I'm around, shit ain't going to fly. Yeah. Right? So it's like, but that's uncomfortable to talk to like your like 60-year-old uncle. It's always an uncle. About yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, don't you have black friends, dude? Right, right. He's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, mushroom is pizza. Fuck you. Yeah, so dude. it's just like I hate shit. But yeah, the whole Italian thing is like. So I just pass as Irish. So you I usually, do. I usually just hit that real quick. Yeah, so you just fall back on the Irish. Yeah, I fall back on the Irish, so I don't have to do all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see it. You don't dye your hair or anything like that. That's just the color everything grows in. No, I mean, well, I don't. I'm, it's blonde now because I bleached it. But... You bleached your hair? Yeah. Okay, so quarantine yeah. depression hit everybody quarantine, a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit differently. That was pure quarantine. <laughs> quarantine hair dye. You're like, dye you're broke. like, I could kill myself <clears throat> or bleach my hair. And I was like, hey, maybe I'll just chop my dick off and bleach my you're hair. Like, here. You're like, I could drink this bleach or I could dump it in my over <laughs> yeah. my head. Yeah. And so you're like, yeah. I was looking like an Usher video in my fucking exactly. bathroom. I was like, ah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I fucking hate that shit, dude. The f- <sighs> I have It's guy, annoying. I have a guy that I work with and, uh. He'll be like, he'll be like, mozzarella. I'll be like, where are you from? Here's the funny thing about all this shit, folks. This is where I get really, really fucking annoyed with the boopity boppity Italian American <laughs> culture. All right. I was raised. God, I almost made my guest spit his oh, beer fucking out. Choke, dude. Listen, Family Guy does it the best. Yeah, yeah. It was genius, genius scene. So, so fucking good. So. When you hear someone say gabigol because they're trying to be Italian, it's important to note that they're also unabashedly fucking wrong. Yeah. The, these are all the things that you know about being a stereotypical Italian are Americanized version of Italian American tropes, i.e. gabigol is American. Okay. Yeah. It's capicola. That is how you say it. It's Capicola. pronounced Capicola. Yeah. Capicola. Capicola. Makes Capicola. more sense with Cap- the Italian exactly. accent. So with the right? Italian accent, it's Gabagool. Gabagool is gobble my what fucking you, nuts, Yeah, bro. what are you trying to suck you off sell, a ghost? You sound fucking ass. I'm trying to Gabagool. Oh, fuck you. It's a good pun. Yeah. Fuck you, you like Fred, that but that was good. I know, you uh, like that shit. Really good. Why are you even right. holding these scissors the oh, whole shit. time? Oh, shit, sorry. Because I don't know if I'll have to kill you at some point. Dude, Watch the puns, bro. And then there's, uh yeah, the... The first off, so it's so it's uh, mozzarella, mozzarella, right? I'm and, not mad at that. Right, I'm right. I'm not mad at that. But then the ad's supposed to say moots. Mozzarella. No, no, no. Just moots? How oh. much of a fucking rush are you Dude, in, bro? I fuck. <laughs> you could <laughs> Let me get some moots. Let me get fuck some you. moots. You saved a second oh, to sound like a dude. fucking guinea. And I could say Guinea because I'm a WAP. <laughs> the name's so... Stefano, right? That's my word. I could say it, not you guys. But for real, you sound like an asshole when you say Mutz. What's a fucking another one? What's, um... Um, oh, oh, uh, 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 fucking like like bruschetta. Bruschetta. It's yeah, bruschetta. Oh, and then God. people go bruschetta. No, I'm like just no, just no. And then uh, um, it, it's literally anything. Anything at all. I don't know. It's just annoying. All right, where do you stand on this? I think you and me might. Be on ends on this, but I'm not here for the gravy thing. Um, yeah, it's, sauce it's sauce gravy. It's, it's sauce. sauce. What it's, the fuck? You know what gravy is? Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's gravy. I don't. Hollandaise sauce could be gravy. Yeah, gravy. Who the? 
And the fact that they made Pauly in The Sopranos call it gravy all the time made me so fucking mad. It did a lot of damage for Italian culture. Did you it not really like did. it either, right? No. When he was like, it's gravy. Yeah. No, not I, sauce I, when he's at fucking... Because that is like, there's are certain sects of like New Jersey, Staten Island people who call I get it sauce. It, but that's stupid. It sucks. It sucks so bad. Do your parents call it gravy? They call it sauce. It's they were born in sauce. Italy, damn it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course it's they call it sauce. Stuff. We got to ask Furio. That's who we got to ask. Who the fuck's Furio? Furio from Sopranos. Oh shit! I, oh, here's here's a funny thing. Don't I'm, fucking tell me. Yeah, but listen, no. there's a reason. If, it's, if that's the reason, it I don't know. No, I don't even want. Next topic. Fuck you. Next topic. No, I got. I got to say. Hate you. I've never watched The Sopranos <laughs> because because of the way that I am genetically Italian. I don't want to end up becoming one of those assholes. Have your parents watched it? No. Nobody's watched it. No, none of nobody in our family has like watched the whole thing because the Italian. It's a American, great show. I don't want to accidentally start talking like this, huh? And then I start, and then all of a sudden I'm on stage and I'm just a Sebastian Maniscalco ah. impression. Do you know about bagel crisps? Bagel crisps. Bagel chips. Whatever you want. Aren't to call you embarrassed? Them. Embarrassed that you don't know. Look at you. Where he'll like he's me? all right. I will give Sebastian Maniscalco this. So as a comedian who has a name that's Italian, this is the name that gets thrown at me. Anytime someone says I'm a comedian, uh, anytime I tell someone I'm a comedian, they're like, oh, you must like Sebastian Maniscalco because they that's the association association may they make because my name is Italian and I do comedy. What do you think of him? For real I like though? him. I like him. No, it's just, it I like him. But what he's done is a formula. He's he's used a formula. He doesn't he does need the to, same thing. He doesn't need to write jokes anymore because he's got a delivery. Are you he looks serious? at he looks at you. And says what, what? You're not wearing sleeves. You put a shirt on. Aren't you embarrassed Don't that you're you not you're not covering your arms? Why? What the fuck is that? Wait, your it's, first your first generation. That's it. And that's you all don't it speak is. Italian. Oh, Aren't you? Your dad had got the Nespresso. Yeah, it's literally. I could be Sebastian Maniscalco tomorrow. It's a, cookies. It's my yeah, it's my birthright as a dude who's dude. doing comedy and has an Italian name. I get why people like him, but it's so formulaic. Yeah, and he blew up so fast. It's too big. It's too big. It's all too the much. fucking guineas. He literally stole my market. I was supposed to get those guineas. Those that were supposed, supposed to be, to be my you. fans. Those were supposed and to be your fans. He took them from me. That bastard. Do you think it's because like he just has a bigger dick than you? His dick must be so huge, and it's it's, it's got to so be annoying. a swinger. Yeah. I feel like he's the type that has like a dick that's the same size when it's soft I've as when it's hard. I right? believe he tripped going up stage one, going on stage once. He tripped over his own dick, and did yeah, he? Yeah, that's what that yeah. was. Yes, it was. And the dude cranks out specials. Crank. Who the fuck is he practicing? He doesn't need to practice, dude. He just because has to go up there it. with a thought. He's and like, expound on it. What do you guys think about whipped all cream? Of his Listen, dude. All of his specials could be solo podcasts. <laughs> Every whipped, single one of them. Whipped cream. If you put that guy alone in a room for an hour a week with nothing but, I don't know, what the, what, what is he fucking... Throw topics on the yeah, fucking yeah. screen and be like, with hey, like a now jar, talk about lamps. With, yeah, with yeah. like a jar of biscotti in front yeah, of him or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. that fucking guinea lives off. And yeah. like, li literally, he would crank out nine specials because that's yeah. all he's doing, you know? Did he's, you see him in... Uh, the Irishman? No, I haven't watched The Irishman yet. I don't. I haven't. So you unsubscribe I, from all I shit shelved, that's like mafia. I, I haven't like, shelved a week of my life. I haven't. I haven't put off a week of my life to watch that fucking long. Ass I'll put movie. it this way, dude. I'll put it this way. You ready? Yeah. 
Don't watch it. <laughs> it's fucking bad. I hadn't planned on it, but that is that is all. It's I don't. It's I not don't, good. I don't it's unsubscribe from Italian shit. I just think it's damaging to my own psyche to buy into like, oh, this is how that. I'm supposed to act as an Italian. I get that. You know, no, 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 just like that. you know, uh, <clears throat> it's also called The Irishman. There's not just Italian people in it, right? But it's but. a Scorsese film with Pacino and De Niro. Scorsese, and, and yeah. So so like we know we know the deal. But I mean, I did love the, the the you know all the other mafia movies growing up. Like, what was your favorite one? Oh, Bronx Tale. Always a Bronx oh, Tale. Oh, Bronx Tale. Is great. Always a Bronx Tale. Man. My favorite part of the Bronx Tale is the I don't know what the proper word is, but when he meets Jane, mm-hmm. and um, he always thinks of black people with having crazy names. Yeah. And he meets her. And he's like, "Your name's Jane." He, she goes, "Yeah." She goes. What's your name? He goes, Colodro. She goes, that's a fucking weird name. <laughs> and that's my favorite part yeah. of the movie because he's always like, oh, no. Yeah, that's they, fucking they, true. they always got crazy names. And it's like, oh, look, dude, two sides the fucking coin. True. You idiot. And she passed the fucking door test. She did is, pass the door she test. She passed the door test. God, oh, she was gorgeous. Remember? She was hot, like, too. Where's she now? I don't know. Uh, I feel like that movie, uh, I don't Yeah, she, she didn't get... I, I I don't remember her being in anything else. I can't even really remember her face. I just know she was all right. So gorgeous. you get the part in a in a movie mm-hmm. back in the day, played in like Bronx Tale type time period. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Someone's directing this movie. Someone Quentin Tarantino esque. Right. And you gotta drop the n bomb <laughs> hard a lot. Right. You doing it with everything you got? <laughs> or are you uncomfortable <laughs> for like the first six days and then you're warming up to it? What are you doing? <laughs> Reload. It's whatever. Spit in my mouth, Daddy. Dude, if Tarantino needed me to say the N-word, I don't care if that's the last movie. Tarantino says the N-word in his own movies. It's insane. Tarantino wakes up in the morning and shouts the N-word. As he's doing that morning stretch. And Samuel Jackson was like, "Mm -mm, that is a tasty burger. If this was Legion of Skanks, we'd both be saying the N-bomb with a hard R right now. We just don't have that clout. We don't have that clout, man. I I know I'm getting canceled in the future, just not yet. I was thinking about it the other day. But yeah, dude, I I would have no reservations about saying the N-word for a part. Um, For a part like that, I'll do it for $20 right now if I'm being... No, I'm just kidding. Why did I reach for my wallet instinctively? <laughs> I was like, fucking prove it, you pussy. Like, let's fucking get it. But when he did, um, Leonardo DiCaprio did an interview yeah. with, um, and then uh, he was telling how hard it was for him to, like, say, drop those those hard R's yeah. and do that, everything during the filming of um, Django. He was like, yeah, dude, uh, I was having a hard time with it. We had to cut. And he was like, then Samuel Jackson, Jamie Foxx came up to me and they were like, Bro, you better just fucking say that shit. This is a regular Tuesday for us. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Yeah. That's rough, too. Like, yeah. You know? They're like, need I remind you how much motherfucking money they're paying you yeah. to say this right now? Yeah. Like, it's like, just do it. And but that's cool. Like, Lee, I, I like that Leo has those reservations about, like... I mean, for all we know, he could have just been playing and been like... Right. I'm a good guy. Yeah, remember, they are actors. <laughs> yeah, they you are know? fucking actors. Actors don't just stop being actors because the cameras aren't rolling. Yeah. Like, they're good at being duplicitous. Did I nail Duplici- it? Uh, yeah, I think oh, so. Fuck yeah. Have you um, have yep. you dated an actor? Um, or another actor or anything? No, not, no, not or, dated like, an actor. Or, hooked up with another actor? Because uh-uh. you're a fairly new actor, right? Like, I suppose, like six yeah, years, yeah, five years? Yeah, about as long as I've been doing comedy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
No, um, yes or no? Like, what's what is it with the with the acting community? Like, is it like, hey, don't fuck your co uh, worker on the show, or is it just like, because you know how like us as comics, like you're not supposed to fuck other comics, right, right, right. Um, which we do anyway. Mm -hmm. But um, what's the deal with that with like theater or acting? I I know theater isn't the only thing you've done, but no, no, it's I guess it's just you got to remember that you guys are. It's the same thing with the comedy scene. You got to remember, like, so with comedy, you're going to be on the same shows again, yeah. whether or not it works out. Like, you'll have to see this person face to face and work with them again. So it's sure. just it's yeah. it's just something to consider. I mean, I'm. I'm not part of the acting community in the same way that like someone in LA is part of the acting community. But uh, yeah, I do like the community community theater shit and I've done yeah. some film shit. So I, so yeah, I've, I've dealt with some acting shit, but like, yeah, man, you just gotta like, I don't know. I guess it's just don't crap where you eat. I, yeah. I guess that would be the idea. It's so hard though. I've never not shat where I eat. Really? Yeah. That could be. I'm like, yeah, I think I have some deep seated issues there. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just yeah. so hard. Well, it's that whole like wanting to set yourself up for something hysterical. Yeah. Like, I, th I think comedians all have this in common where we are masochists to a degree and create uncomfortable situations from our for ourselves because yeah. we know that it's going to breed material. Yeah. Because you're like, if I could get through that three weeks of just wanting to hate myself, I can get to some real gold. Exactly. Exactly. Right? The more ridiculous your life yeah. is, the the better you know the the better you could tell stories from. I've done things where in my head I went doing it for the jokes mm -hmm. and then just did it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, well, for the hahas. Exactly. Here we go. Uh, I mean, my motto is for the sake of the joke. Like that's something I could commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. That's good too. <clears throat> yeah. That's um. That's fucking. That's right on. Dude. I'm terrified to get back on stage. You know what? The funny thing is. The funny thing is, the way that I do comedy, sometimes I'll nor I, it's normal for me to not do comedy for a couple of months. Yeah, you and, do have that over me. And which is, I'm honestly, but you're on stage, right? That you haven't been on stage. I haven't. Been Normally, on when you're not doing comedy, you're still on stage. So there's something you got different. There's something you got to understand about me, and you don't know me terribly well. We've no, you know, we've hung out like what three or four, times. three or four times you know, in, yeah. in Facebook. So yeah, but I mean, um, like the one time, like uh, you got to understand but, my but, entire life. <laughs> <laughs> my entire life is i'm on stage if there's one person then even if i'm alone i'm still entertained Same, like, dude. literally i don't want to say that i'm always on but like i'm kind of always on like i'm that the guy you see on stage is it's mostly me it's like an exaggerated version i'm able to do different things that i could do than i could do in person that i'm doing on stage but like that's that's kind of just how i am i i yeah. i thrive in attention i thrive in the spotlight i you know so you know, the moment I step on stage, man, I really don't think I'll feel like I missed a beat. I'm yeah. just going to get on there and just fucking do it. I'm not worried about performing. I'm okay. worried about remembering my jokes. I haven't done That's understandable. any of them. Like, I remember I took a two-week two, two week off Yeah. at one point, um, you know, because I, I got to the point where I was doing about four or five shows a week. Oh shit! Which is fucking insane for someone who's two years in. Yeah, right? the week the the week that uh the couple of weeks that like I got when we got shut down. I had so many gigs lined up, and I'm like, I had you lined up. Yeah, we were supposed to. You were supposed to come. Finally, I was supposed the, to come like, to your show. I was supposed to work with Josh Gondelman. That was gonna be like my favorite show I've ever booked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so much shit, and like that. Even after that two weeks where I took some time off, I went and I tried to do a show. And I was, I almost fucked up. So I've never forgotten a punchline on stage. Oh, shit. I have not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I almost did that time, though. Yeah. Like, I skipped over some 
some tags. I skipped over some shit. It's important to remember that the audience has no idea. It is. It, but it bugs you later. It bugs you way more, right? But, and, but the audience has no idea when you forget a punchline, no, a tag, don't. part of the setup that doesn't make the punchline land as hard as it's supposed to. All that stuff. They, they don't fucking hear, you know, they don't see it. I guess I'm not so much afraid of that, though, but, like, I I don't know. I just... What you're doing right now is something that uh, I got to get these scissors out of my hand. I know. Yeah. What are you doing? You want you want me to take them? Yeah. I want you. I want to give you the power because I'm. I I I need to be a better host and not. Yo, these are really fucking sharp. They're very sharp scissors. They're not the safety scissors they hand us in middle school, elementary school. They don't cut shit. These are the ones that they give to psych patients. So this is where. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is where. uh, Okay. You're talking about like I'm. I'm. You know. You're scared of going. Did you say you're scared of going back on stage? I'm not scared. Right. I'm. What's the right word? I am Relu- not reluctant either. I'm nervous. The first, I'm yeah, not yeah. scared. I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous, and I'm also like, I'm unaware of how it's gonna go. Right. Well, I have that's, no that's idea it how it's, it's just, gonna go. It's your you not not knowing how it's gonna. But the, that's the same thing as every set you've ever done. Right? I'm only comparing it to like the time where I was ripping and I took two weeks off because I was away, and then something happened. I don't know what it was and how hard it was. I was like, holy shit, I was totally off my yeah. shit. And now after like three months not being on stage, I'm like, is this going to be multiplied by that? Or do you hit a wall at some point where it's like, I ah, think you hit a wall after two weeks, three so weeks. Like, w- it's like, all right. Yeah, the way fine. that I describe that, um, people always talk about. Does like, that make get- sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're, you think you're getting set back to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, dude. That's not how literally anything fucking works. Mm-hmm. I talked about it with Colin Cook, too. Uh, but That's about true. about not about stand up comedy about how often he fucks his whole life up and has to start over. Love you, Colin. But this was something we talked about, right? Yeah. Uh, you fucking. Bad you're a cute shit. kid, by the way. Get Good your job. life together. <laughs> yeah. You're a cute kid. <laughs> um, isolate. Come what, back to the mic. You're fucking hilarious. Isolate what Cody said and block out what I no, said because it was really mean. Kid. So anyway, no, kid. no. Listen. So you had this idea it's in your like head. I met this kid one time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is that great though. So uh, we we get this idea in our head that if we you know you fuck up something or you don't do something for long enough, you all the progress you made is gone. But it's more like a video game where true. when you die in a video game, you know, unless it's a Japanese video game where they are very <laughs> they are very fucking cruel. Ghost they of are Tsushima literally or some shit like Japanese that. video games is like you die and you're like you start over. You owe us oh, another sixty oh, dollar. Shinobi. Did dude, I say Dara? Fuck. Sorry, everybody. Dude, we, cancel me. We, this is gonna be the one. Cancel me. This, this is, is the gonna episode. Be the one, fuck. Dude. I meant dollar, but you know, fucking. Uh, I don't know, dude. I got a I got an Asian brother. Blue. Blue. Bleep the, it out. Yeah. Bleep it out. Blue. Do not. There's, you fucking keep that shit, right? So I will skull fuck you. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. So um, so uh. Life is, I find life is is more like, yeah, okay, yeah, when you get these setbacks, yes, you start back from a point where you feel like you lost some progress, but like, same in the video game when you die, you're still, it's not like the story, like, you're still relatively where you are. You you have the experience still. You have the all the achievements that yeah. you unlocked. You, have you just si- might be a little rusty Listen, with Listen, you're getting on stage, next time you get on stage, don't look at it as, I haven't done... I haven't done com- comedy in three months. Look at it, it as I've done this I have, many times. So for me, next time I get on stage, I'm saying, I'm not saying I haven't done comedy in four months. I'm saying I've been doing comedy. I have six years of experience. Yeah. That's what I'm going on stage with. Mm-hmm. I'm not going on stage without three months of practice. I'm going on stage with six years of experience. That doesn't go anywhere. I so, still fucking have yeah. that. I still have those open mics. You're right. I still have those shows I put together. I still have those hecklers. I still have everything. My life matters up and, you know, to the point where I got there. You know what I, I mean, mean? Black lives matter. Black lives yeah. matter. That's going to be, I'm going to say it on every episode yeah. forever because I have uh, white guilt. You were saying, <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> Did you I see the white guilt. My white guilt. Did so you see big. the white guilt yeah, actor yeah, on your video face? Yet? You're like, oh. no, no, no. The white guilt actor video. 
Oh no, I refuse okay, to okay. watch it. I, I only got literally yeah. Yo, yes, thank you. Yeah. I got literally 15 seconds into it and I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. No, guys, this is not it. This is not what they're asking for. Come on. Dude. Just be in touch for once in your fucking lives. Your positivity is great, by the way, though. Thank like, you. It really, I know I've told you this before, and it's not—it's not an original thought because, like, most of the people in the Connecticut comedy scene were all just depressed, alcoholic, or recovered pieces of shit that are like, "Oh, nobody cares about me. I'm gonna go up and do my Doug Stanhope shit." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm drunk and I'm stupid. You know? right, right. Like self-deprecate. You know, and it is fucking refreshing for sure. I appreciate so that I was, a lot, man. I was pumped to like to to come on and everything. I was thinking about it, and I was so pissed. That we've been talking about getting you to the basement, mm-hmm. the basement in Norwalk is yeah. the basement is a comedy. Explain club. that a little. <laughs> the, ba- the basement is a comedy club in in South Norwalk, um, and at, not the fuck dungeon that you that crossed your mind when not, he said we need to get you into the basement. Yeah, not the not the fuck dungeon. Um, I mean, hey man, that's but still you're on the still table. invited to the fuck you're dungeon. You're still invited to the fuck dungeon if you want to come. Oh, that's gonna be it's a, a name of our podcast. Yeah, the fuck dungeon. <laughs> It's so fucked. Uh, the it's a you know it's a club in the basement of our house. It's great, um, man. It's I, a bar. Not I, we don't all live there. I went to your opening night uh, just to support, see what it was about. You guys put together an awesome fucking show. I can't wait till comedy is legal again and things are relatively normal because that thing was that was a good fucking dope, room. Right? How dope is that room? It was a good room, guys. Good room in comedy is like one of the highest fucking compliments you could yeah, receive. It, it was a good room, and and the fact that they, what they pulled off on the first night, um, I know that just going on. You from were there, there that first night. I remember. I that. needed to see it, man, because yeah. I I'm I I have a you know I'm when I I felt like a newcomer in the CT comedy scene for so long. I wanted to put you up that night so bad, but no. I knew we just had. The, the, the fucking the lineup was stacked. We're gonna be comedians till we die. So you know, That's like true. people will get each other on each other's shows. I'm not. I'm in no rush to do shit. You know, eventually I'll fucking interview every comedian I know. But like, point being, um, yeah, dude, like all these you guys are like I'm. I no longer consider myself a newcomer to the comedy scene. I did for so long because I'm seeing there is a new class of comedy guys. You, yeah. uh, Bo, and the rest of that fucking crew. I can't name everybody off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, Denver. De- I mean, yeah, Denver. He's, he's up in West Harford. I fucking love that guy. He's, he's so fucking good. funny. You know, he's part of like you know that gang with like Cliff. Um, yes, Tomaselli, Ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ish. Ish is yeah, he's fucking funny. Mo Green, all yes, those fucking all those guys. guys. So anyway, yeah, yeah, and and I I'm just like I want to. So I did producing shows my own way, and I'm like I want to see what these guys are doing. I want to see how they're putting together. And yeah. I'm like fucking cool, man. That's their angle. That's what they, this is the thing that they put together. It feels really fucking official. You know, it was cool. And I'm, I'm proud to like, I don't mind, I don't brag mm-hmm. or anything. Like I'm not a big bragger or a show off or anything. Yeah. I have no problem letting my nuts hang on that fucking club. That's a good room to be proud of. Honestly, I put that shit together. Hell yeah, Me and Bo put that shit together. It feels incredible. Like to... I don't give a fuck what, anyway, I will blow myself for that. I don't give a fuck. It's one of the day, best bro. fucking rooms in Connecticut it's that awesome. there is. It's People awesome. that come from New York that perform in New York every night said like, this is one of the best rooms I've done in it was fucking awesome. years. And, you know what I mean? And that's refreshing, man. Like we need people doing shit, right? Yeah. Because the whole, how does a room get good? You can't be a fucking shysty bastard. It's gotta be consistency, dude. You gotta you pay the to be- you gotta pay the headliners, right? Yes. You gotta make sure that the seats are filled. Whether you gotta give the tickets away at the at the end of the night, you gotta make sure that the fucking wait staff is delivering the drinks. Yep. You gotta make sure that your fucking host is on point and you're yep. not giving a rookie a fucking really good hosting spot on a night where you have Aaron Berg coming in. Yep. You know what I mean? You gotta mm-hmm. make sure that shit is tight. Like direction, letting people know where yeah. to go, fucking like making sure that also making sure like if you have a bigger name making sure that the talent isn't getting fucking fucked with by the crowd yeah like while they're <clears throat> while they're waiting yeah and like honestly delivering 
got to deliver. You got to. You have to fucking deliver. Yeah, I mean, so so the way I book a show, the way the, like uh, the trifecta. Love doing your show, by the way. Thank I know we you. won't. We're gonna talk about that eventually, but dude, honestly, that was one of my favorite fucking shows. Thank you. Yes, I I don't I don't produce them all the time. I'm um I don't produce shows all the time, but it is kind of like a side thing that I do. And uh, good thing going with that place. Thank you. Yeah, I I, I just booked the second date in November. Um, Fuck so yeah. hopefully, who are you gonna get on that one? I don't know at all. I just just agreed to it the other day, but. Would, uh, I mean, we could talk shop after this. Yeah, oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, what do you call it? All right, and, fine, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah. So no, 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 no. <laughs> point I was trying to get at was like, when it comes to producing a successful show, like a show by my standards that is successful, um, you gotta you gotta please the comedians, the crowd, and the venue. Yeah. Those are the three things that need to be worried about. And you as the produ- you as the producer have to remember you're the last person that gets money. Yeah. You are the last fucking person. Every single time. You're the worst scumbags in comedy. I don't need to name any names. You'll know it when I describe it. But the worst scumbags in comedy make sure they're paid and then they pay everybody else. You have to be willing to make $5 on a show. You have to be willing to lose money on a show. I'm willing to break even yeah, as long as everybody even. has a good time exactly. and, the, and the headliner gets paid. that builds a good yeah. room. Yeah. So, so You know why? Because that's going to lead to more money down the line. Dude. Exactly. It's an investment. It's exactly. constant yeah. rollover. Yeah. Constant Absolutely. rollover. Yeah. yeah. You can't get so focused on the uh, the amount of mon- money you're making in the moment. And at, yeah, that's just investing in general. Like, you, you just got to remember that like this is le- I'm trying to build value right now. Yeah. Like honestly man I don't um, well, unlike you, I brag about myself constantly and as much <laughs> as I fucking can. But something I do, uh, uh, I, I am proud of myself for is that like, I believe that I am a, a, even though as, as a comedian, I'm also a producer and I believe I'm a trusted name in producing a show. I, I would th- say so. I yeah. think if someone, if someone gives me a show, I'm straight up, they know it's going to be profitable. They know that the venue is going to make money. Every one of my comedians is going to get paid. Uh, the audience is going to have a great time and everything is going to go right. Literally, literally, I your show I, is the single show that I've been paid the best on in my comedy career. Hell yeah, dude! Fuck yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, by like sixfold. Holy like, shit! And that's <laughs> the dude, that's the like, way that I work, man. I, I'm like, like, like when you handed me the money, I was like, really? There's and you're like, no, yeah. There's no comedy show without comedians. Isolate this. Fucking get it into your goddamn brains, you scumbag fucking producers. Yeah. There's no comedy show without comedians. Yeah. Okay? There's no br- building without bricks. <laughs> there's no there's no convenience store without a bunch of fucking there's cigarettes. There's no fucking rice without crispies. Exactly. You Literally. know what I'm saying? Fucking your com- comedians need to fucking remember that they have some power in this industry. That they are the hard, industry. Dude. I'm hard dude. right now. Hell fucking yeah, kiss you hear me, that dude. Fucking under the table. That's my dick. <laughs> dude, for real though. Like, uh, and what a great show that was. That was so much fun. Like, it was great. So, so the show he's talking about uh, was Marty Caproni, uh, Cody, me hosting, and, and a friend Kate, of mine, Katie, Katie Vondermalen. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know if she still listens to the podcast, but uh, I'm gonna let her know I did a shout out for her. But so here was the funny way that I booked her. So as I've been producing shows for a while now, and I'm like, I knew I wanted you. I knew I wanted Marty, and then me. I'm like, ah, oh, this last spot. This could really go to anyone. It's the opener spot. It's just someone who has some talent. And I put it out on this podcast. I was like, listen, if you're a comedian and you listen to my podcast. You're on the show if you fucking contact me. She contacted me. So yeah. as I rewarded her for being a listener to the podcast. She supports me. I support her, right? She got on the show and she did fucking good, man. Yeah, she, she did. She did fucking really good. I know her through, uh, I didn't go to college, but I went to UConn parties. And um, and yeah, I, I knew her through that. But like, she ended up getting into stand-up comedy and she, fucking, she, she delivered, man. I was really fucking happy, really yeah. proud of her. 
Yeah, no, that was a good night. Uh, there, it was a good. What crowd are you doing too. with your headphones? I don't buddy? know, dude. What the fuck is going on here? I don't. I have no clue, but it's disastrous. Look, there you go. There Why is go. it backwards? All though? right, now flip. There oh! it is. Whoa! These are really good headphones, but they do too much acrobatics. They do for a lot Cody. of shit. Yeah, getting, Jesus, was I was doing so jujitsu with these confused. fucking headphones. You don't know what jujitsu is, bro. <laughs> you don't know what <laughs> jujitsu <laughs> is. Yeah, that was a great night too, and oh, Marty. I mean, Marty is fucking Marty, fucking dude. Murderer, he's a fucking dude. murderer. He's a murderer on stage. Then he's like this asshole on Facebook. And then in person, he's the nicest dude he's on earth. He's, he's everything you want out of yeah. a dude. Like, he gets people riled up on Facebook. He gets riled up on Facebook. Then in person, he's the nicest, most supportive dude on earth. On stage, he gets he's super riled murderer. up on Facebook. I cannot man. wait till he's famous. I can't wait he's till gonna he's famous. He's going to be famous. He's got it. He's, he, he really does. He's got connections, it. and he's been in the game a long time. Yeah. I don't think he's as big right now as he should be. No, he absolutely. Be way bigger, it's but criminal. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to have him on. You here, know, um, but, you know, yeah. Rafi Gonzalez. Yes, also. So also it's needs one to of be the, famous. Yeah, I've had them be. both on a show. I've had them both on a show. Really? They, yeah, yeah. So Rafi's the homie. He's gonna be on uh, Too Far Gone <laughs> next week. Oh my god! And I've had him. I hosted for him one time at Elbow Room. It was one of my first hosting gigs up there. Hell yeah! And then. Excuse me. Oh, had him down yeah. at the basement. Like we heard that. Yeah, right. That was all the cum. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> Yo, why did that burp smell like dick? Go on. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm talking about Rafi. I'm getting excited. <laughs> and uh, I was just talking to him today, dude. He's so fucking funny. And he, um, I'm having him on the podcast next week. He was like one awesome, of the second, uh, second or third shows that we had down there. Dude, he's just so fucking funny. He's someone who needs to be famous. I want him to be famous. Who's so the number one guy from Connecticut you think that needs to be famous? Number one guy who needs from Connecticut to be famous. Needs to be famous. Connecticut. Oh, God I damn. could do three. Yeah? yeah? Do yours real quick while I'm thinking of mine. Um. Oh, I know one. I think Oh, that, oh I know mine. Okay. I think... Uh, John Marco or Giancarlo. Giancarlo, yep. Um, I hate having like talking to John Marco and John Carlo all the time. It was just too it's fucking similar. The worst. Yeah. Um. So John Carlo, Demarco, Demarco, what? Who? Palmer, Demarco Palmer. I don't even know him. He's got the sauce. Holy shit! Look him up. And comedian in Connecticut. And Bo, for sure. Really. Yeah. You believe that about Bo? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. As, 100%. As, as new as he is, you think he's got that shit, huh? I mean, he's been doing it for about six years on and off. Oh, I didn't know that. He just made like a resurgence. He's good. He yeah. is good. I like that. He's Bo. solid. Um. So first and foremost, I don't know if he's technically from Connecticut, but Dame FK. Mm-hmm. I think when I say famous, I mean like... The guy with the Michael Jackson glove? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean legitimately famous, famous. I think he could be a fucking name. I've never seen someone more original, stylistically, just like the way that he dresses, the way that he is on stage. Like he's, He could be an icon. He should be famous. Right next to him, uh, Sean Murray. Yeah. Um, Sean Murray, is, he's just cool. He's funny. He's I like cool. how he says floaties, too. When he does that, how he does everything, everything yeah. that Sean does. You know what I mean? When I talk about being famous, like you can't just like their act. It's like everything about them. And then uh, one who I just think is going to pull it off. And also I would like to see it, but uh, Caitlin Reese, mm. Caitlin Reese. Uh, and I think she ended up moving to Boston. Uh, she's fucking good on stage, man. She, not as, she lives in New York. She lives in New York now, but she's a Connecticut comedian. Yeah. 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 We had her at the basement. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she's really, really, really funny. You guys should check all of them out. Uh, Sean Murray is a friend of the show. He's been on before. Dame FK will never be on the show ever, ever. <laughs> I love him so much. He's my favorite. Com- he's probably my favorite comedian in Connecticut. I don't think he'll ever do this show. He's just, he's one of those guys who's like, you have to, 
you have to appreciate the way that he puts himself out. I, I think I think he's not into overexposure. Not that you'd get overexposed from doing this podcast. That was such a fucking self suck dick. But like, but I mean, like, dude, I, I don't want to get too famous off this podcast. I don't think by the he way. wants to have an hour of him talking out there. Dude, like, he's just, one of those. Just guys. make sure that like I don't get too famous off this. You okay. probably won't. But here's the here's the thing. Um, you're though, probably like, gonna get canceled off this. Oh, this from, episode. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Jesus dude! I've been saying Christ. some wild. This shit was risky, lately. man. Real wild. Risky. But let, let me explain though, like. I've for for the first one, I mean, John Carlo, one of the best joke writers in Connecticut. Yeah, right? yeah. For he, real. I've never seen him not deliver the goods. Just so you guys know, if you're joke writers and plan on writing a joke about deodorant, just stop. Yeah, don't do stop it. Stop right now. Yeah. It's been mastered. It he has the best deodorant joke. Yeah. That's it. Also, don't write about self checkouts. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't write about dude, dude, just don't just don't stop writing. Quit. Yeah. And yeah. um <laughs> So him, uh, his writing is just too good. So fucking and good. like the way he carries himself yep. is just very, is very disciplined. Yeah, comes off eyes. as a famous comedian. Right. And then, um, and he, I don't think he would expect me to say this either um, for, for DeMarco. I just think he, from the first time that I saw him do his jokes, he just has like star power. Yeah. And seeing his videos on his Instagram and like his TikTok and shit, like he's got like, 200,000 followers or like five or like 60,000 followers on it and shit which like, means he's worth something like, folks. like dude but he's just like very charismatic mm -hmm. and not never fun in like you know he's well put together like right. he has the the sauce yeah like he's got the gravy there's many aspects to being famous yeah it's not just like being he's funny. got it you yeah. know he's like a good looking dude he's got the style he's got the the whole shit hell yeah can't sell roofs for shit DeMarco you gotta <laughs> fucking get on that but um and then Bo He's just like like he's gonna be a clean comedy god. Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, so he's you think he's gonna clean. make the transition to clean? I think that he is innocent enough where he's not clean now, but I don't think he's gonna be like a non fuckword type doing yeah. type doing guy. But like working with him as closely as I do, me and him have the podcast together, and seeing him when he finds like he's found his character when he hones in on it. And it's uh, and it's dialed in. Yeah. Like he found it already. Oh, I've seen jokes that are very characteristic. And once he starts he chiseling yeah. it down and sharpening the blade, dude, it's over. I bet. It's over for everybody in his genre. It's hmm. fucking over. High praise. The kid is already like he's and it sucks because like I, I, I love him to death, but like I don't want him to do better than me because it's my competitive nature. Of course. Not. Obviously I want him that's not what I actually mean. No. Like I want him to do as good as possible, but like you want to do the yeah. same. <laughs> and I hate it. I hate that I'm actually talking highly of him because like he's a cocksucker, he's a dickhead. I hate you. Right. Fuck you. You're a cocksucker. You're one of my best friends. I love <laughs> you. But um but fucking yeah, I, I do. Those are like three dudes I like totally believe in. Hell yeah, dude. And that's the kind of shit I think I hope people have more conversations about that and like uh they're they're not just the comedy scene, but just like their scene in general. Like, bring people up, man. I have no problem yeah. talking about people who are good who do the thing that yeah. I do. Because they don't actually do the thing that I do. Everybody does, especially when it comes to art, everybody does art their way. Yeah. So like, yeah, dude, fucking do the thing that you do and do it well. And I'm going to fucking, whether it's whether I like you or not, I'm going to praise you for yeah. doing it well. Is there anybody you don't fuck with in the scene that you, you're willing to be like, no? Um. Well, I mean, there's my mortal enemy, uh, Frankie Hill, who, if he, you know, died in a car crash tomorrow, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Is that facts? <laughs> no, for the real? whole thing is oh, like, no, no, no. the whole guys... thing is we have this like joking fucking oh, okay. hatred for each other. He's been on the show twice. No, oh, okay. we, we have this, we have, we have this joking <laughs> hatred for each other. I wanted that to be real. So, nah, man, like the whole th with me, 
I, my, I don't see you having enemies. My personality enemies, right? doesn't lend itself to enemies. Yeah. Because my whole thing is like, I, the whole reason I have a podcast is like, I want to see the beauty and funny and goodness in everybody. And that's how I carry myself. The only people who fucking dislike me are people who dislike people who are fucking happy, who are trying to make peace. Like, that, that's it. And even them, I still fucking like them. You you could like, you could dislike me and I'll still like you. That's just, it's not part of my agenda to fucking build a fucking wall yeah. of people that I hate. That reminds me, I can't remember what movie it is, but I remember it's a Kevin Spacey line where... Where somebody says something to him, they're like, I fucking hate you. He goes, I like you. That, yeah. <laughs> you know oh, I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. Like, as, as we're starting to like wrap this up, um, fucking a buddy of mine, uh, it, it really describes the way that I handle myself and also like how you could shut down people like that. Yeah. It's one of my best friends, uh, Jesse, if you're listening, I'll let you know that I'm Fuck you, you Jesse. Episode. Cocksucker. He's fucking man. I love that kid. Literally like one of my brothers. Eat some ass. And sometime in, uh, <laughs> sometime in high school, right? I can't remember what prompted it. He said something along the lines of, oh, oh, I, so I was a lot fatter in high school. I know all my listeners know this. And I was wearing this shirt that uh, that was literally like butter colored. And got, I, I can't remember the joke. It had to be a good joke because it was too easy of a fucking setup. But, you know, he, he, he mentioned he mentioned something about the shirt. He fucking really laid into me. And I looked up at him without missing a beat. I just go, you're my friend. And he, go, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Fuck! <laughs> it's like fucking fuck you. He's like, this is the worst thing you could have possibly said. Fuck you, butter boy. Yeah, he said the the meanest thing you could think of, and I oh. just like reminded him that I have this love for him, and like he he still calls upon it to this day, and that's just the way I operate, man. Like oh, I don't that's so funny. fucking enemies are just so time consuming. I don't have fucking Dude, time. Dude, I for don't that shit. need enemies. With no the friends that I I could that this could be another two hours. Like yeah. I the friends that I have are such assholes and right. such vicious roasters. Uh-uh. And I'm not talking about my comedy friends. I'm no. talking about like my friends that I either grew up with or the friends I made from college. Like, yeah, they are brutal. They're oh. like cackling devils. My, my best friends who aren't comedians, uh, have gotten me into the closest I've ever come to depression was thing states that they've induced Dude. by their, by yeah. their unforgiving, unrelenting roasting. And the thing is, a lot of my friends, they've known me 15, 20 years. Yeah. These, these kids I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, So it's like, they could cut deeper than any fucking knife ever. Dude, and it's bad. Oh. I, I had a, a... It's even fucking hard to talk about. Like, my boys, were, we have a group chat. <laughs> oh, no. And I can't leave it because there's one guy in the group chat that has an Android. Oh, so you're stuck forever. Yeah. So if you ever want to trap your your worst enemy... Yeah. Get him into stuck into a group chat with someone with an Android because yeah. you can just berate him at all times. Right. And it was getting so toxic at one point where my friends started to basically just catalog every shitty thing I've ever done in my life from the time they known me up into it. And I went into like a fucking three week like depressive state. Wasn't on the group chat. We all played Call of Duty together. Wasn't on Call of Duty. Dude. Dude, I literally wrapped you, myself in a blanket and rolled under my bed you for three are, weeks. You are voicing something that it's like i feel like i'm the only one who deals with it no dude N- not i exactly wanted to that, like i wanted to like cut my toes off i po- so i was running on a real high which makes no sense after the marathon i was running on a real high right no pun intended. and i yeah and i was oh you're the fucking best comedian ever your jokes are so good <laughs> He's sucking his own dick, folks. And, um, and uh, I was running on this high from the marathon for like a month or two. And then I posted this picture of me doing jujitsu. And it was a 
this caption that was really fucking cheesy. And my friends lean, just laid into me so fucking hard. Started bringing up what a failure I was, what a piece of shit I was, just all of it, dude. And like, I was just like, I, I, I was destroyed. And now they found that point and they stuck their thumb in it. That's all it was. They, they found the wound. It was so fucking bad. Dude, so bad. I've been there. But it's built me up. I, it's so, it's since then I've gone like semi-viral a couple of times online with some, with, with some of this dumb video. I do and I could deal with the comments now because nothing will ever amount to yeah. the shit that my friends have put me through. I also nothing. used to be a huge pussy, right? Right. Yeah. So I'm, like I'm I was a, really sensitive. I'm a recovering pussy. That's what me I, too. That's what I yeah, yeah me too. Touch yeah, me. Hash fucking yeah. yeah I used to be a, I was a huge pussy when right. I got into college and I think my friends that I made there, they they arted me up. Yeah. You the know? problem with having great parents, man, is that I was just like <laughs> I didn't have that fucking Ryan build on me, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, mine just ignored me. Oh. So I just like didn't get anything. And that's how you wind up on the, stage. Yeah, yeah so no, I, well, well cuz I, I have parent issues. Yeah. Um that's how you wind <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> <laughs> all right this is getting into the weeds uh we got to start wrapping this up uh something I, t- I i ask all my guests i don't know if you ever yeah. listen to a full episode but um i ask all my guests because let's say i quit the podcast tomorrow i still sure. would like people to be able to listen to this podcast forever sure and i ask that you speak something into infinity something to let people something that sums up who cody marina was on this episode or was in your life maybe a piece of advice just something just a good note to go on go out on for this all for my audience for everybody that's listening Listen and listen twice to this. Ooh. If you think that you're on the fence and you're not sure if you're going to break up with your significant other, don't ever, 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 ever talk shit about them to your family because you're going to get back together with them and your family's not going to forget. <laughs> Please, oh, good good for advice. the fucking love of Christ, <laughs> don't you ever fucking do that unless you're a hundred percent sure. Okay, that's fucking good advice, bro. That's my bit. Okay, um, let them know where they could find you. Talk more about that podcast mm. with Big Old Bo. You can you can find me at Cody the Comic on everything on Twitter, on Instagram. Oh, you got the consistency. Um, I got, got it. Uh, I, oh, I got bastard. it. Cody the Comic. I'm Stefan Bro on fucking, some things and Stefan Bro ninety three yeah. on others. Yeah, it sucks. But that, dude, you just gotta get that continuity. You're right. You know, and then uh, on Instagram on all that shit, you can also follow us at Too Far Gone is the name of the podcast. Too Far Gone Pod on Instagram. And you can, uh, yeah, just check that shit out. It's on Spotify. It's on um, Apple as well. So anywhere that you can just search Too Far Gone Podcast, you fucking pussy. Listen to that shit. Bam. Uh, and as always, you can find me at, at Stephabro93 on t- Instagram, uh, at Stephabro93 on TikTok. My TikTok is blowing up. I'm getting mm. close to a million likes or a million views on one of them you son of a C- bitch. couple thousand followers it's pretty fucking cool it's shit's blowing up it's definitely chinese spyware but i'm, I'm with it yeah but I'm, who cares i'm trying to get famous i love kimchi um, at stefa bro on twitter uh at good enough podcast on instagram and uh i'll probably say this at the top of the episode but i'll say it again uh we have merch officially i i i, I got water bottles printed out in uh blue teal white they're sexy and black. Too. they're fucking cool looking man Yo, listen i'm a this. big fan that's a high quality bottle, folks. And uh, great plug, Cody. I know. And uh, yeah, so if you guys want one, fucking hit me up. 
like I'm not I'm not setting up the website and all that shit yet. I'm not at that kind of capacity. It's Mature not necessary. bottles, baby. But I would really appreciate if you grabbed the bottle because it gives you an excuse to talk about the podcast and yeah, shit. Well, you can drink water out exactly, of it. Exactly, because uh, we all know how I end every episode. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we close this bitch out? I just want to say thank you for having me on, man, and your studio is fucking dope. It's not my studio. It's my producer studio. Yeah, producer. Uh, Lou produ- Forner. Producer studio yeah. is derp. And he's, uh, he'll be on in a future episode again. But yes, it, it is a beautiful place. Yeah. I'm happy that you're part of the Scarface gang as well now. Hell yeah, dude. I have a big old scar under my eye. It sucks, but uh, I was I was never known for my looks Maybe it'll get with. you some puss puss one day. Maybe, 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 maybe. All right, Cody. Uh, thank you for coming by. You were great. And as always, folks, drink more water and be nicer to each other. Hydrate. <laughs> nice. We'll leave that in.